Okay. It's not that long, okay. but I understand. Okay, hey Anjo, you volunteered. Okay, because I told you guys I would. I told you guys last week I would start. So, hooray! Hey guys, welcome to Subotour. I'm Anjo. Subotour is lang. <laughs> I think there's Otours. more than one of us. <laughs> <laughs> he said Otour lang. <laughs> he did. He's claiming this one. Motherfucker. <laughs> I hate this. I'm never starting again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey guys, welcome to Subo Tours with an S. I am Anja. <laughs> I'm Misha. <laughs> and I'm MJ. I'm so glad you guys are enjoying this. Oh. Yep. So this week we are going to talk about something lighter and something that people of all ages will probably enjoy or have probably enjoyed in their lifetimes. We'll be talking about our favorite Disney animated movies. All right! Woohoo! Oh, come on, Rose Family! Obviously, MJ's favorite is Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> or maybe no, just not Stitch. Really. I just talked to the voice. Oh, we're gonna do the whole episode like this. Yes, yes. I'm just gonna stand to the side while you two do that. You cannot stand to the side. You're cussing, cussing. Oh, hello. Well, you have to join us. I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Okay, okay. I agree with Anjo. Um, Disney movies, um, old people, young people, whatever. These movies, there's just something about them that sparks joy. And I think that's something that you carry with you all your life, depending on when you watch them. And they've been around since forever. (laughs) And it's something like parents wouldn't blow their brains out for if their kids want to watch it for the bajillionth time. And they'll even enjoy watching with their kids. And that's something that a lot of older people kind of agree with. It's like, okay, just, it's fine. Watch Beauty and the Beast for the 10 millionth time. And my my mom was able to stomach that <laughs> with me. Parang majority of the, the global population who have access to Disney movies will, has prob- will probably have a high tolerance for reruns or, rep- you know, for repeated screenings or viewings of, you know, different Disney movies. Because, you know, they're considered... They're called Disney classics for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who wants okay, to Okay, so what, what's your favorite, Anjo? My, okay, since Misha asked yeah, me… Yeah, Anjo and start. Since Misha asked yes. me, <clears throat> my personal favorite Disney movie is… I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with it. It's uh, The Sword and the Stone. It's basically Ooh, their Disney-fied oh. version of King Arthur's story. Basically, how this kid who is of who seems to be of unworthy um, beginnings becomes King Arthur, you know, and his mentorship with Merlin. That was, um, you know, watching it as a kid, it was so entertaining because you see him transform into different woodland creatures. No, no, sorry, into a, into a woodland creature, into a fish, and other things. But a lot of oh, it, man. a lot, a lot of the humor in that movie really entertained me at that time, like especially just the. That one, that sugar bowl, the sugar bowl during Merlin's packing sequence, that that was funny. And I think that that oh, era, yeah. for I mean, generally like um, the art style of that 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 set of movies. Not sure if a lot of people are familiar with the name uh, Wolfgang Wolfgang Reitherman or Reitherman. So this guy, this director, is responsible for for the art style or the art direction of a lot of the movies from the 1960s to the 70s. So he was responsible for 101 Dalmatians, which is one of his first projects, which was his first project <coughs> as, a, uh, as a director, as one of the directors for an animated feature of Disney. And he worked, he worked on Disney movies up until, as a director up until the 80s for Winnie the Pooh. Some of the Winnie the Pooh right. oh, wow. So if you consider… He was like oh, one, wow. of the, the, one of the nine <laughs> old men. One of yeah. the original nine animators of Walt Disney. 
Yeah, so he actually started as a sequence director for a few of the Disney features. One of the more notable movies he's worked on was Sleeping Beauty. If you notice, the, some of the art style of Sleeping Beauty was directly transferred to Sword in the Stone. Uh, 101 Dalmatians up until Siguro, the first Rescuers movie, which, which was you know, ma- made oh, in, the yeah. 19, in 1977. So I think, because uh, so, uh, being a Fox visual person… Fox and the Hound, Robin Hood. He also worked mm-hmm. on Fox and the Hound and Robin Hood. So as a you visual person, um, I would say Sword in the Stone as the first movie of that he worked on. Sword in the Stone being the first movie that I've seen that he's actually worked on. Uh, I really enjoyed it pure, uh, mainly because of the visual style. A lot of the artwork, um, the animation style, everything from there. Aside from the humor and the music, that was what got me hooked on Disney. A certain, a certain episode. I barely remember I really like it. that one. It's funny. It was I, like, the, I should one, watch it. one of the first again. ones I saw. Yeah, I mean like, I went out of my way just to buy like a lot of the DVDs and Blu-rays just for, for that movie because I love that movie so much. Yeah, I think I have to rewatch it. I remember seeing it as a teeny, teeny, tiny little child. And I know it's hard to believe that I was ever teeny, tiny. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I barely remember it. So if you… I, you know, that, that was kind of also the era which I kind of forgot. Or I was too young to really understand or end up liking. So that's definitely the era I should look back on. Like uh, what Anjo was saying. Like the whole Sword in the Stone, uh, Fox and the Hound, that by that kind of art style, those were the ones that the, the that I barely got to like process. So definitely rewatching them when I get the chance. Because everybody remembers the princesses, right? And everybody well, I, remembers, yeah. you know, I mean, like Disney princesses. It's another franchise in itself. But like nobody will remember like 101 Dalmatians except for the older older kids like us. Okay. <laughs> just to call yourself old. <laughs> Weirdo. I said kids. No, oh. I said kids. I said sure, kids. Sure. Still older. Still older. Can <laughs> I remind, I'll, I'll just remind the two of you guys that I, amongst the three of us, I am the youngest one. No, you're not. I am. What? No. I'm we'll going to talk about this, this off. Out. We'll talk. We'll <laughs> talk about this off the air. <laughs> um, I think what what you were talking about the how about that period of Disney movies, like from the early '60s until the '70s, and even a little bit of the early '80s. A lot of people do not look back with fondness at that era of Disney animation. That was a time of like. Movies like uh, The Jungle Book, Sword in the Stone, um, Robin Hood, The Rescuers. Exactly, you were right. But the thing about those movies, the reason they don't look as good as the ones that came before or even some of the ones that came after is because that's the time that they were cutting costs across the board at Disney feature animation and they were starting to use, instead of of, um, painting over the pencils, the pencil art, they would use um, Xerox machines. Yes. And they would use Xerox out- machines for the solid wow. to create the solid black lines instead of inking over them before painting. Yeah, so that's why they but, look so rough by comparison. But there's that that certain grit or a certain feel with, or outcome that I really enjoyed about that style. I don't know if it's just a personal preference of mine, but it was so different uh, that they were uh, able to it don't, don't somehow get me wrong. make it that, seem that, more abstract. You know, it was so creative in a way. Even if they were cutting costs, it, they managed to make it look great or make it look. I don't know. Uh, it is. That, it's just that, yeah. that that using Xerox machines saved their lives in doing 101 Dalmatians. So nobody mm-hmm. would have to like keep on painting those spots over and over and over again. Oh my right? god, that would have <laughs> driven <laughs> anyone crazy. That's a lot of I black mean, ink. But, <laughs> but even if you love but, dogs, you're um, gonna be like, "Fuck this! I'm so sick of dogs. I have to paint a hundred. <laughs> but if you look at that. That, that rough, that gritty kind of animation that, that you mentioned, it came immediately after Sleeping Beauty, which is like, bar none, for me, one of the most beautifully drawn things ever. Oh, yeah. The, I the think art so. is I would beautiful. Agree. Look at the way, and it was like one of the most expensive things they ever made, Sleeping yep. Beauty. And then yep. all of a, the next movie, cost cutting. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you know, you could see the jump. They had to. They so, probably had to cut back on all the expenses they poured into, or all the resources they poured into making Sleeping Beauty, which was also a great movie, guys. But yeah, Sleeping Beauty is so visually beautiful. Like I can't, I can't get over how 
Maleficent in dragon form was so stunning. Mm-hmm. Stunningly drawn. And like, it, it's it's a visual as a kid that was burned into my mind. And it was supposed to be scary, I guess. But then I remember feeling she like, this me. is pretty. This she is scary, but don't... it's pretty. I mean, as a kid, she scared me. So it was effective. It was great. Yeah. Plus, I love the That's fairy godmothers. <laughs> oh, fairy oh, I love the fairy godmothers. I like, Especially, like them when they bicker. Yes, <laughs> I, I like that that sequence. Probably an expensive sequence to to, to animate was the, the that sequence where they started fighting over the color of the dress. Oh, I love that. <laughs> for, that for, awesome. for its time, you have to think back. For its time back then, everything was done. You know, they didn't have digital technology, so everything was hand drawn, right. hand painted, or hand colored. I don't know what term, but that was amazing. If you see all the transitions in that, I was like, what? <laughs> Galig. I want to have a fairy and godmother group. Like they're like my consentidora titas. <laughs> and if I remember, telling me to like right, wear this, wear that, get that man. I think yeah. Sleeping Beauty was animated in two point thirty five to one, so it's like super widescreen because yes. they really wanted to maximize the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, the scratchiness of the Xerox years of Disney. That's stuff like 101 Dalmatians, Jungle Book, uh, um, Sword in the Stone, Robin Hood. Rescuers. Those movies were charming, but I, I admit that they were not in like the height of Disney's powers. Honestly. Definitely. Um, they weren't. That's they're why, not. Definitely because like, not. Sorry, you were saying? I was going to say like they didn't really have a proper plan after Walt Disney died. So mm. it was really just a bunch of old guys just trying to do the same stuff they'd been doing for 30 years at that point. 40 years. Yeah. So oh, it was yeah. only when those nine old men finally stepped down after Fox and the Hound that new blood could come in and new, new, they could try new stories and new techniques and new animation styles. Mm. And that's what brought us Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and, and Aladdin and so on and so forth. Oh, that really explains it. Like, why so many movies look alike? This is something I did not know. Thank you for Mm -hmm. this new information for me and for our listeners. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah. you do realize that was a long stretch of time that they had the same animation style. And it did really boom Mm -hmm. somewhere in the 80s. If you take a look at the the movies that started out with the princesses, starting from Snow White up until Sleeping Beauty, and then you go with 101 Dalmatians onwards until Fox. It's still charming, but the quality just isn't there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for some reason, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but for some reason, I really enjoyed that era. I don't know. It it might be the grit of, of the art style, it just resonated with me the most, that era. So a lot movies like 101 Dalmatians, um, Sword in the Stone. I would even go to say like the Rescuers. The first Rescuers movie was are, are some of my favorite. Disney I like movies. that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just the the studio was kind of soul searching at that point. They didn't know what to do. They were putting more money into live action stuff. They were putting money into their theme parks. At some point, they were making more money off of reissuing their old movies back into cinemas rather than the new stuff they were making because the new stuff just wasn't bringing people in. Mm. And people were just happy to see the same old princess movies over and over again. That's how Sleeping Beauty made back its money after coming back like two, three, four times. Mm. So, yeah. So Good strategy though. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, it safe to say the that? the strategy they repeated for home video. Like they'll yes. put out the home video, make it 50% more expensive than anybody else's. And they tell you, you can only buy it until the end of this month. Then after that, we're not, we're not telling you when we're putting this back on DVD or VHS or Blu-ray. So people or, really would or just buy these laser disc. Laser disc. Do you remember those big ass things? My goodness. Yes, and one whole movie would take like two to three discs. You My know, goodness. As a small kid and having a laser disc fall on your toe… Ow, not, hell, fun. <laughs> not fun. You still have that toe? I still do. I still do. Thankfully. Thankfully, I still have that toe. Not fun. As a small kid, but, with a huge ass heavy laser disc falling on your toe. My God. You, you, know, you know what <laughs> I liked fun. about… You know what I like about Disney movies? Even the ones with the lower budgets and the scratcher animation is that the bad guys were always great. Yes. 101 Dalmatians is Cruella. ruled by Cruella de Vil. Yes. For sure. No argument. Mm-hmm. Or even Sleeping Beauty before that. Maleficent is amazing. Ooh. 
That's probably why the I most, was so one of the most iconic ones. I, For sure. There was, but, there was always this debate on who the most powerful villain is. I would put my money on Maleficent. Same. I, I would also put my money would on Maleficent. Maybe I also ha- want to Hades though or Maleficent. It's a toss up. But Hades is snarkier. Hades is snarky and he's kind of inept and insecure. <laughs> Maleficent <laughs> Fine, is so Maleficent. sure of herself. Maleficent so is powerful. so sure of herself and she's so okay, confident. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Maleficent Which, it is. I mean, I, I know we were going to stick to animated movies, but I just have to say, who in their right mind decided that Maleficent should not transform into a dragon in that Angelina Jolie movie? I didn't even watch it. I'm sorry. I love Angelina oh, Jolie, Jolie and okay. I love Maleficent, but I did not watch it. I didn't give it a chance. I'm sorry. I didn't want my childhood changed. You're not missing anything. She's <laughs> got like… she Her pet crow, her spy, is… Apparently, one of her goons, and that's what she transforms into a dragon to do her fighting for her. No, yeah. she do, is the dragon. Do you know what? Not I in feel, that one. You know what? I feel like the Maleficent movie should have been. It should. It should have been a different, not also, made, a different story. Should have been not made. No, it, <laughs> it should have made. It should have been made as is without it being related to. It should have been a Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty movie. It shouldn't have been or a at least make movie. her bad. Stop what trying to give her a redemption arc. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what I'm trying to point out. That parang, it could have gone with an, an altogether new character for that movie, not Maleficent. Because you're, you're, why, are you, why are you turning one of the best villains ever into a, you know, into a good guy? Super because sad, they huh? couldn't get the rights to Wicked. Wait, wait. So, uh, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I, I, makes sense. I, somebody said that. I don't remember who said that. But uh, they made it as… A big middle finger to the guys who own Wicked for not selling them the rights. So they took uh, their biggest, baddest witch and they made their own. And they made King Philip a rapist to justify the redemption arc of… What? Yes, Sleeping Beauty's father what? raped her as a, as a young witch. Mm-hmm. Or what whatever the, the hell she fuck? was. That's why she's mad at the kingdom. She what was justified. She's a tragic figure. And now she's the good guy and now she's got a sequel. That's why I, I would, said this story or the story to Maleficent should have been a different movie altogether, not a sleeping movie. Screw not that a movie, sleeping I beauty swear. movie at all. If you they were gonna go that, like that dark, it should have been completely different. If they were gonna yep. go that dark, I would have rather rather seen a movie version of Anne Rice's R-rated Sleeping Beauty, the claiming of Sleeping Beauty, that whole series. Yes. I would rather yes. see that. But as an adult, I not agree. for the kids, obviously. But then if there was another sure. version I'd wanna watch, and if it Involves rape anyway, which is bad. Ugh. Okay, I'm never Fine. watching. It wasn't straight. Thing. It wasn't straight up rape. It was more like he. What did he do? He cut her it, wings off or something? It was a symbolic version of what rape. Right, is. right. But anyway, like he guys, her, then he let's cut stop her wings talking off. about. Oh, Why are we going dark again? Okay, let's sorry, sorry, about this. sorry. It's such a this dark topic. Okay, so, so okay, my, to what's your nice. favorite Disney movie? <laughs> No, it was, was gonna, meant to be light. <laughs> no, but I was gonna ask, since Nisha knew so much about Sleeping Beauty, would it be safe to say that Sleeping Beauty is your favorite Disney? Is your favorite animated Disney movie? Is it? Uh, n- no, my my favorite is The Lion King, hands down. The I love The Lion King. Everybody loves The Lion King. <laughs> Honestly, this I, I, topic I is so hard. I don't know. You know, if you throw out any Disney cartoon or di- any Disney animated classic, chances are it's gonna be in you know in in my top ten or top five. I don't know. They're all I what I like about the Disney movies is that because they're animated, they are timeless. You can show any one of them to a kid, and for the most part, other than Snow White's god awful singing voice. Um, you can show any of them at any time period to anyone. <laughs> How does her song sound? Not, I think I think MJ can do it. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't, and I don't want to because I also do not have good feelings for Snow White's voice, speaking voice, or or singing Hell voice. You know, it's it's it just like so. It's, no, that's that was the era, I guess, but it just has no charm for me. You so know what I mean? Was I agree. The first animated feature. Yes, it was. It was yeah. the first animated Disney feature. And I did watch it numerous times as a kid. And yes, all the Disney movies have their, you know, charm and magical factor. But that is one thing that I would not want to see again as an adult. Because I don't, I don't know. It's her just voice. Old. I'm I don't, sorry. I don't, her voice. Snow I don't White really, scares I'm sorry. 
<laughs> the queen scares me. She's a great. The queen is great in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, she's the best thing about it. I guess. No, the dwarves were. No, I like the queen better. The queen <laughs> the is amazing. The, dwar- the, dwar- the queen is amazing, Oops. but I enjoy the dwarves the most. That's yeah, no way. Like she straight up, more. she straight up told her guy to cut out her stepdaughter's heart. I mean, that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Stone cold bitch, right there. And he couldn't do it. He killed him instead. She he killed, killed the boar instead, right? Did any he, of these movies he killed like the boar. He did. He killed the boar and but, gave the, and put the boar's heart in the box to which she showed the queen, and she fell for it. Yes. All right. Until she found out eventually. Right. Anyway, we digress. Going back to going back to Simba. This kingdom, Misha. Simba. What, uh, what do I love about the Lion King? Um, I don't know. It's one of the first ones that I saw with my family, and at the time we were living in a country where English media was hard to get a hold of. So it, our movie nights were precious, and that was one of our my favorite ones, to be perfectly honest. And I didn't cry my eyes out at Mufasa the way everybody. The way everybody, uh, most, most people say. I still cry um, to this day. I cry at more least now. a tear. I cry more at now as an adult. At least a tear. My I cry goodness. more now as an adult when I watch that scene. But I don't think I cried during watching it as a kid. I cried every um, single time. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I was singing Hakuna Matata for like six months after that. <laughs> same, same. Of course. <laughs> I love Kamba. um to this day, I will stand by the circle of life opening and put that against any animated sequence that you put in My front of me. God, Honestly, it's so I, I will put that up against anything. They shouldn't and have that's, done a live action. Quote, sorry, well, it, quote unquote live action. <laughs> quote unquote. I feel, I feel like they really shouldn't. Thing. They shouldn't have done that because what was the point? They almost copied it shot per shot anyway. Exactly. I mean, like, if you were just going to do that, well, what the hell? Even the, at least the Jungle Book and Aladdin tried to do new things. The yeah. Jungle Book remake was good. In fact, the worst parts of the Aladdin remake were the parts that they tried to do exactly the same. Yeah. As the old one. I mean, I liked it that they turned it into Magical Hitch. Magical Hitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought it, I, I thought it was more of the Prince of Bel-Air and that, in, in, in Arabia. The, yeah, the Prince of Bel-Air was better <laughs> than Prince Will Ali Smith. in that movie. Basta Will Smith. <laughs> but it was oh, fun. I, I, I actually, I, I actually was, enjoyed Will Smith as the genie, though. I was underwhelmed by the live-action Lion King, I, and I was so upset that they turned "Be Prepared" into ah, a spoken word a number. Oh yeah, yeah. spoken word. I was so upset. I was hell? so upset. And yeah. where are my goose-stepping Nazi Jack uh, hyenas? Not that Nazis only- are good, but the symbolism, the imagery. You know, you you killed the whole point of the sequence. Yeah, I know. The only, the only, the only redeeming factor about the remake was James Earl Jones reprising his role. Oh, still, still Mufasa. But nobody else can be Mufasa. But he sounded bored. (laughs) Maybe he's Uh, like this again. Same line. I read this. I read this stuff twenty years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm reading it again. (laughs) He's saying Simba again. Simba. Remember. <laughs> this Remember. CNN. But yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they actually couldn't um, have, you know, they probably should have just, you know, taken his his audio recordings back then and just reused it. <laughs> just put his name in. Kind of. It could have just that. Done actually that. could have happened. Yep. And the, they yeah, could, totally and don't could get have me wrong. I, I love, <clears throat> I love Frack. What's the name of the bad guy in Serenity? Anjo, help me out here. What's his name? 12 Years a Slave Guy. He was Scar. And he was completely underwhelming. Ugh. Jonathan because Irons. I, I, just I, love can't, listen- I can't pronounce his name. I love listening names. to Jeremy Irons. Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons is Jeremy like Irons. one of my favorite bad guys. No, no. He wasn't, Jeremy- he wasn't Scar in the, in the live action. He was Scar oh, in the was, original. Oh, I was right. thinking the live action. He was perfect. I like that lazy drawl he had when he was speaking in the original movie. Yes, and he he sounded he sounded like such a bitch, and he was so over everything, especially when Simba so would like campy. excitedly talk about like, oh, Dad says I'm the next king. He's like, oh, delightful. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't know, like this new guy, uh, 
She, she we can't the, call him 12 years. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a better thing to call that's, him. So that's, yeah, he's who I was thinking about. Like, I can't pronounce his name right. I'm she so sorry. Tell, Serenity uh, guy. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't pronounce his name. Good actor, though. Good actor, but… Great actor. Amazing actor. Great Love actor. Scar. Great yes. actor. But I just, you know, couldn't get behind him as Scar. I don't know. Jeremy Irons is, will forever be my Scar. Like, you know, that's I agree. Scar. And I'm sorry, Beyonce can do everything, <laughs> anything, but this kind Beyonce of proved me wrong. Beyonce is a queen, but Nevi Campbell. She is a queen, but I'm sorry. As Nala, <laughs> I wasn't so convinced. She didn't even do the do me face. We all, she all had the lazy so draw, though. She had the lazy draw. <laughs> do me face. <laughs> she had the lazy draw. My girlfriend calls it her come hither look. I, I'm hither, like, that Simba. look is way beyond come hither. <laughs> but, but to be fair, Donald it's like Glover Simba was, knew what he was, was getting. Okay. Donald was Glover okay. was okay as Simba. I, 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 I think and dami niya lang kulot sa singing voice niya. He was R and Bing it, R and Bing it. If you know what I mean. I don't mind the singing yes. so much, but who the hell decided to stage? Can you feel the love tonight in broad daylight? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That yep. is true. Yeah. Why I totally forgot that? about that. I just remember that now. I <laughs> know. And there are like nuances that are lost. Like when Simba tells his uncle Scar, now you are so weird. And Jeremy Irons, as Scar says, you have no idea. That mm. that was a reference to one of his past roles. In the, mm. Down to the line delivery. Exactly that line. You have no idea. Aww. He was re- referring to himself in Reversal of Fortune, another movie. And, <laughs> and th- this new movie... Because they have no idea, maybe, of the context or the history of the line. There's no, there's no energy behind. He just says it. He's like, "Oh, you have no idea. Whatever." But uh, it was just, mm-hmm. uh, no, that's not how you say that. You say it like Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Again, I think, lazy drawl. <laughs> <laughs> turning it into quote unquote live action, even though it was still animated, a lot of the magic was lost. Yes, especially. Especially in I Just Can't Wait to Be King where the whole, all the animals were like dancing with Simba. Um, like, you know, colorful backgrounds and whatever. And like dancing and singing and big formations. And like, it was just like blah during the <laughs> live action. Yeah, I, I think I expected too much from the remake. You know, like the, the, uh, the cartoon version actually has more more emotional pull, like Mufasa's death hit me harder, <laughs> you know, re-watching the original rather than watching it again. Like, oh, it's like watching Nat Geo. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Then, then, you know, oh, well, Gambino. I- <laughs> then you hear the fierce lion plummeting into his death. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oops. It's like, you know, see David Attenborough, I can hear, almost hear David Attenborough narrating the entire sequence. Like, <laughs> and, then you'd see, and then you'd see a cameo of the little bear grills in the side, like <laughs> <laughs> sneaking. <laughs> you know what I kind of like though about that remake? I mean, one of the few things I liked about it was Timon and Pumbaa because they were oh, off yes. Book. They yes. were not yes. just reading yes. the old lines. Yes. They were their own yes. characters. And casting. Although Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen. <laughs> but, but to be fair though. To be fair. So basically Seth Rogen. Wait, Seth, Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen as Pumba. <laughs> Seth Rogen for me worked. Like it was probably one of the yeah. more energetic you know, yeah. parts of that movie. This was Timon and, were, were Timon and Pumba. And casting Seth Rogen in it and the way he would ad-lib his lines or deliver his lines was something refreshing. Like, you know, the few things that were new. The few things exactly. that you could actually say made this movie its own. You know, was, I agree. Was that one of the few things. So John I guess Scar's you can say it was fun though. Scar's hair wasn't fabulous in this one. <laughs> oh, yes. Wait. Well, I, guess I never it's really noticed that since we're shitting on the live, the live action one, that's just how good the original one that we had so many expectations because it was just that damn good. 
that you know Absolutely. nothing could compare. It's it's amazing the animation, even I, just the mu. I think it's the music that really catches me the most. It's so memorable too. and how like authentically African it is, and how it really captures the feel of everything. And no matter what format you see it, like um the animated one, the Broadway one, and then you put it in the more recent. 3D animated one, Circle of Life just really hits you every time. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. good. Agreed. Absolutely. Hans Zimmer. I love Hamlet with Hans Lions. fucking Zimmer. My God. With Elton John. Yes, and <laughs> <Elton> Bryce. <laughs> yeah, but, but siguro like, yeah. you know, two of my favorite things were, were Timon and Pumba talaga. Because I enjoyed, I enjoyed how Pumba and Timon would re- interact with each other. The way Sinatha mm-hmm. made the, the way Nathan Lane would deliver his lines as Timon. I think Bill Eichner, you know, a lesser known comedian to to every to people in, in the Philippines, delivered his lines really well as Timon also. As Timon, yeah. He was pretty good. And I like the he way he good. bounced off Seth Rogen. Yes. <laughs> I just Literally. wish they were in a better also movie. Also kind of literally, because he's like a pig and you bounce if you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> okay. How about you, um, MJ? What What's um, your go-to Disney movie? I would… Well, I would say my personal favorite and what I think the best Disney animated movie is different. Because for me personally, we've already discussed how good Lion King is. Everything from the story to how it was so beautifully animated and shot and um, the music and everything. But my personal favorite has to be Fa Mulan. <laughs> Mulan Mulan is Let's a very to yes. yes yes she was I think a very important figure in me growing up because out of all the Disney princesses she was probably the most badass well, technically most she's independent not a as well she is she's a princess okay she's a commoner <laughs> she's a princess in RRs I don't care she's a princess she's a commoner that's why she had to answer to the emperor she's emperor. a princess in my eyes <laughs> but she's hanging out with the princesses in Wreck-It Ralph. So I guess she counts. Yeah, she uh, counts. I don't count her as a princess. She she is not by by birth a princess. But she's still in the whole category of the whole, all the heroines. And um, Sina, I think… princess pa kaysa sa kanya. Oh, na! Only because she married into it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Oh, my wife is I reacting. She's like, no… <laughs> I guess that's that's what I like the most about it because she earned her title. She earned her savior yes. of China whole um, yes. title, and she she did it out of pure selflessness because you know you know who she was trying to save her dad and everything. But yeah, there the latter Disney films around the nineties had more headstrong princesses. Like you had Pocahontas, you had Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Ariel, I have a bone to pick with Ariel, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> but it was really, I'm excited for that. It was it was really Mulan who was just like her own person, and um, she just really earned every single part of like recognition that she, she got and broke she every it. rule, and, which is I yeah. think the appeal. She, she exactly. was awesome. She kicked. She was ass. awesome. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, she was she was also the first East Asian, which you know, yeah, pride. I don't we don't we don't get a Pinoy the most Pinoy we get is probably or, Moana. You know, <laughs> Close a, char- to Pinoy. a character that we more you relate to more. I mean, like even if Jasmine was yeah. Asian, but we more we look more like Mulan. Yeah, exactly. Because of so, our, you know, the geographic relation between the countries. Very yeah, different. geographically <laughs> she was the closest at the time at while the we time. were growing up. And uh, she was just so badass. And of course, <laughs> who does not love I'll Make a Man Out of You be in their gym playlist? Absolutely. I swear to God, it is a staple in every gym playlist because it just hypes you up. <laughs> and the irony of Mulan actually being a woman in the army is like, haha, you can't make a man out of me, but okay. <laughs> I actually, I'm actually more a man like... than all of you. <laughs> I actually stand by the fact that you haven't lived until you've watched Jackie Chan's version. Because he did the Mandarin version of that song. And there's a music video and it's amazing. Yes, he do I, rem- I remember um, this. He works with a quarter staff. 
Ooh. I remember this. I'm gonna. I, I'm going. I have to go. mixed feelings about it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was also cool because Leia Salonga again reprised the singing role for another Disney princess. Oh yes, yes. Right. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Actual Pinoy pride. With that 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 scene with the most amazing makeup remover in the world. I know. Like, <laughs> what swear. is in that sleeve? How one many layers of swear makeup I never is that? noticed in my life until my girlfriend pointed it out. And knowing what I know about makeup now, I don't want to go into it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty that, awesome. That's, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> is there like micellar water in that sleeve? My goodness, how easy was it for I her also, to remove? I also think like Mulan has one of the best balances of humor in music and drama at the same time. Because, you know, oh, yeah. Adding in Eddie Murphy into the cast, you know, and the characters uh, that they wrote, the support characters that they wrote. The dragon like, in uh, the room. Dishonor! Dishonor on you! Dishonor on your cow! No, not even. Like, even Yao, Yao, and uh, Po. Oh, I love them. Those, those three guys that she was in camp with, her comrades. They were yes. also really funny. I love them. They're so they were. lovable. Yeah, even and- the recruiter. <laughs> And even if they were like, okay, yes, we're we're manly men and we, we're in the army. And when they found out that Mulan was actually a woman, they weren't all it was they weren't cool assholes about yes. it. Yeah. And they, yeah. they they didn't make her gender matter. Because like she to them, she's their buddy ping only with boobs. <laughs> but and she like, totally kicked all their butts in all the training exercises. Exactly. Yep. She was the yeah, first she, one to get that arrow. Yeah. She totally climbed that pole. And I, I liked and how… She earned their respect. I liked how, how that was a subtle nod to like… Not everything can be done with strength. Like how she did it was alluded to, right. to her wit, her in- intellect, right. her creativity. Yes. Right? She yes. used the weights to get to actually help her not weigh her down. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty cool. <laughs> and I also love how the story unfolded. Like it started with her family wanting her to go to the matchmaker and, you know, get married, have a family like a traditional Chinese woman. But she broke all the rules. She knew that it wasn't in her to be like a housewife because she's adventurous and she's, you know, a tomboy. She she likes riding horses and maybe like, you know, sword play. One one of the first few characters Disney created to break stereotypes. Yes. Which was really groundbreaking at that time for 1998. I, mm-hmm. I think this is where they went full force. Na by okay, just defy, defy everything as long as you know this is your, this is where you belong. Because they kind of tried it with Jasmine, like we said earlier, diba? And she was like, oh, she didn't want to marry off to, to another prince because you know she wants to fall in love before getting married or. There was also Pocahontas, I guess. But this is where, you know, it was most successful for me. They really tried in the 90s to make the princesses more independent. But yes. Mulan took it home for me. Yes. We'll get to the Jasmine part later, guys. Because uh, prior to recording, we were talking <laughs> about Jasmine. <laughs> oh, right. But this was before we I, recorded. Sorry. I, I need to ask, though. Like, I, I need to ask. Um, what? Do you, what can you say about that movie that's coming out? The live-action remake of Mulan. It being your favorite. I kind of… I'm torn because of course I would love to see another version of my favorite story up on the screen. But at the same time, all the controversy surrounding it, especially with the lead actress, having very, very diffic- uh, different political beliefs as I do. In being vocal like, about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and uh, being so, uh, I don't know. I kind of want to boycott it, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I mean, like if you're gonna remake Mulan without the songs, like what you did with your remakes, parang don't do it at all. I guess. Parang I think I'll just see the other non-Disney live-action Mulans if that's the direction they're going with. Anyway, Probably. I'll just watch it the Zhao like Wei one. Big, yeah, it, it looks like they're trying to make a big historical epic and. Try and save face, I guess, because you know China hates the animated movie. But the one thing mm-hmm. I'm excited for their act are the action sequences, because you know, loving martial art, you know, growing up with martial art movies. I mean, martial arts movies. I guess that's what I'm excited for. Probably the only thing I'm excited for for the for the remake. I don't, I don't know. I I, I, don't I 
Yeah, I'm torn too I'm torn. because on, on I mean on the yeah, you're all out of you're all out of faith. <laughs> this again, we're back. <laughs> and we're back to Natalie and Bruglia. Wait, but I mean I, I want to see this movie, but on the other hand, I don't want to support it exactly. given the political leanings of some of the people in the cast and all that sort of thing. People who are using their positions um, to say things that they normally probably wouldn't even get away with under normal circumstances, but there they are. Yeah. I, I, I. But at the end of the day, what I think my 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 main concern is, I don't know if I want to see another Disney remake, uh, live action remake, That's because true. you know their their record's been really crap. Sorry, the Lion King. No, was, the only good Lion one was Cinderella was for me. So yeah, uh, mm. I, I'll call Jungle, Jungle Book. Book is my favorite mine. remake. Jungle Book. Was oh, nice. I haven't seen Jungle Book. Yet, the Jungle so Book I remake was Cinderella good. for me. Casting, casting Christopher Walken yes. and Bill Murray was just. Genius. Oh, I was just about to say King Louis. Christopher Walken as King Louis was probably a great choice. Even Scarlett, I was so upset even they Scarlett left his song Hansen. for the end credits, man. Huh? I was upset they left King Louis' song for the end credits because you know I'll. Christopher Walken, any excuse to see him sing and dance. Yeah. Any excuse. Any excuse. Any excuse to watch him, or sorry, any excuse to hear him deliver his lines. <laughs> oh, yes. I love Christopher Walken. And then they made the they made <laughs> Boss Monkey like a gangster. I'm like, this is perfect. Yep. I mean, even even casting Scarlett Johansson as Ka worked. Oh, I like that. That was yes. an interesting choice, casting decision on their end, but it, it made it work, you know? Yeah, because like, 2D car was voiced by like the guy who did Winnie the Pooh in the 60s and then now it's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's a jump. Mm-hmm. And, and I like how the sultriness of her delivery, the sultriness of her delivering her lines kind of oh, yeah, gave, gave, um, gave reason or gave life to that hypnotic power that Ka had over Mowgli. Oh, darn. I think also... Hmm. I think also it's because um, I guess we'll have to wait for Disney Plus we've, we, <laughs> I guess we will I wonder when that's gonna happen uh, but seriously I mean uh, her proved that we could listen to two hours of Scarlett Johansson just talking to us true mm. yep <laughs> so true. I had no issues with her as a man-eating serpent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. boba constrictor actually see she, she would that role reminded me of her role in uh, that Sci-fi horror movie. Um, underneath the skin. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, yeah, that was that was messed up. That was so messed yeah, up. Yeah, I like that movie though. But anyway, we're talking about Disney, not that that messed up movie. Not, not <laughs> okay. Something that happened around the early '90s, early to mid '90s, was Disney decided to use that strategy that I talked about earlier of putting out their movies uh, in limited releases, and they turned it to direct to video sequels. No. With no. the first of which was Return of Jafar. No. So I want to know what your guy, what you guys think about those. Return of Jafar was bearable because I was a kid at that time and it, you know, I, I, I no, found yeah. it entertaining. Nah. But King watching, of Thieves is way better. They did not age well. <laughs> I haven't seen the the sequels as an adult. The do, not watch, do not watch Prince of Thieves, the third Aladdin. No, movie. I like no, I like the third Aladdin movie. I don't like the second yeah. one. I like King of Thieves. I hate. I hated those. I, don't I know. think I remember liking that? King of Thieves more than Return. What of I like Return of Jafar. As a kid, as a kid, was... Return of Jafar is the first three episodes of the Aladdin series stapled together. That's why it looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah, it looks cheap. It looks so cheap. But it absolutely the only was. probably the one sequel that I enjoyed was the Lions, the, the Lion King sequel. That was fun. Wasn't that great? Which one? The second Simba's one. Simba's Pride. Ew, with Nev Campbell and her cousin? Her cousin. Isn't Kovu like her cousin? And they fall in love? Yeah, the son of Scar. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But it's that would be her but cousin. They're, right? they're lions, though. I mean, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I know. That means Nala's technically Simba's half-sister, but still. Yeah, but you know, I, I liked it. I think it was one of the more, you know, one of the animated sequels, direct-to-video sequels that they poured resources into making. You know what I like? I like Lion King one and a half. Renamed for oh. third world audiences as Lion King three because they thought we wouldn't understand one yes, and a half. Yes, I love that. I've never I seen one that. and a half. It was so good. It was light. It was nowhere near as epic as the first one, but it was so fun. What was it yes. about? I've never seen that. <laughs> Go for it, MJ. It's 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 isn't it isn't this the one more centered on Timon and Pumbaa? 
Yes, it retells yes, the yes. entire first yes. movie from their point of yes. view. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, okay. Yes, I remember yes. now. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. It is genius. Movie. That was fun. I've only seen it twice because I never owned it on video. Because VHS it was, tapes were expensive. <laughs> It was really more focused yes, on were. Timon and Pumbaa. So it's it was like, fun. It, it's it was funnier, and I guess it just it's just charming. I guess if you if you felt uh, that if you felt like you didn't get enough of um, Timon and Pumbaa, Timon and Pumbaa yeah, in that, the first one, that's what you see. I need to if you're watch from, that. If you're coming from a high of um, Timon and Pumbaa singing Hakuna Matata and that whole little lechon dance when they were trying to distract the hyenas. Timon and, Timon and Pumbaa <laughs> were so good. I, I like, they were so popular. They even made a series for Timon and Pumbaa. That's right. Simba they didn't did. get his own show. Timon and Pumbaa did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did. like that one. I like it because it's like, it assumes that everything in the first movie happened. But if you move the camera two feet to the left, if you, <laughs> you would see that Timon and Pumbaa were there the entire time. That's the whole yeah. premise of this movie. It's basically Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, but for the Lion King. And I love that about it. It's ridiculous. Oh, I just thought of another movie that I really enjoyed as a kid. Go for it. And it involves jungles and wildlife. I enjoyed Tarzan. What? What? Oh, I yeah, like Tarzan. I I Tarzan, cool. Tarzan was so much fun. Tarzan and was cool. And as a Phil it Collins was... fan, oh yeah, my god, the songs were amazing. <laughs> I like Tarzan. I mean, how can it's so underrated? It was so. I, it amazing. is underrated. It Very was. underrated. It is. It is. It was so amazing how they made swinging through jungles look so cool. Um, it was. They so made it surfing, cool. tree surfing. The, yeah, the the, <laughs> the the influence they did just to animate. Uh, for the movements that he was doing while he was, you know, swinging along or traveling, traversing the jungles, was actually watching skateboarders and snowboarders and surfers. Awesome. Yes, and getting their movements so cool. to translate onto, uh, you know, onto, I don't know, surfing or sliding through tree trunks, moss-covered moss tree trunks or branches. That was great. That, that was really great. Tarzan was fun. And, um, the soundtrack was amazing as, as well. Mm-hmm. Getting Phil Collins to compose and um, write I songs. I think that was that was genius. That was like that was like one of the towards the end of that quote unquote golden age renaissance mm-hmm. of Disney movies that started with The Little Mermaid because they ran they started to run out of gas at some point. Yeah, I think Lilo and Stitch think... was the one. It's the last. Oh, that was good. That was but very that was good. good. I love that. Lilo and Stitch. This is my favorite character. <laughs> this is my cousin. <laughs> And then there were two of them. <laughs> you really have to learn the voice so all three of us can do it. No, I don't. I really don't. Come on, Come on. I think I could live my entire life happily without doing that voice. Oh, no. And it's one step away from Smiggle. That's a different episode. All roads go back to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but, yeah, and you know, um, I think it went downhill. Like after Lilo and Stitch, what was next? It was, I think it was Atlantis. Home on the range. Atlantis Wait, was I good. I liked Atlantis. Atlantis was but fun. Even if it, was, it, was, it was it was so underrated. But I think I don't know if it was a marketing issue or people just got. I think, it was good. It was I, good. But okay, I, yung, that's tre- where the steam was. Treasure kind of Planet. It was basically Treasure animated Planet. version of Stargate. Treasure Planet. <laughs> Atlantis. And uh, Princess and the Frog didn't do Ugh. well in the box office because they came after Toy Story. Mm. 3D I animation. I think that's a cop-out. I think Probably. that's a cop-out. Because that's what Disney Studios said to justify shutting down the animation division for a while. And that's confession. the excuse they what used. They confession? said that everybody wants to see 3D. But, you know, I, I, I think that if you tell a good story… It doesn't matter whether it's 2D or 3D. That's why you can still watch the old Disney movies, except for Snow White. That's true. And they're still good. <laughs> except for Snow White. <laughs> what was this? Mm. You know. Anyway, what was your confession? I can't. I, I haven't seen Princess and the Frog, and I have no plans of seeing it. I haven't seen it. It's not bad. It's I haven't seen it. It's, you guys? I, really? I um I I have a I have a deathly I have a fear of frogs. I have a <laughs> It's it's a but, phobia. 
I I can't. I I've, mean, it's animated and I've they're cute. The, I've heard the songs though. I, I, like I think songs. it's a good it's a good concept, and I love how it's set in New Orleans. And I I I love it. New Orleans. I I love the whole um charm of that place. But frogs, I can't. I'm sorry, I just can't. So I'm I'm that <laughs> one person. If you tell me you have to kiss this frog to be with the love of your life, and he's gonna turn into a prince. I'm staying single. Fuck y'all. I ain't kissing no frogs. I'm pretty sure that this situation will not arise in your lifetime that you would have to do this thing. You never know. I know, but you know, just like going back to the fantasy world of Disney. If you made me a Disney character and put me in that situation where I have to kiss a frog, I'm like, nope. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. I'll stay single. Thank you very much. But, but to yeah, be fair, like just I know it's I know it's cartoons, but just like the thought of a lot of them, it's very unsettling to me. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm sure it was good. It's just me. <laughs> it was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. It's good. Um, the, the thing certainly about, better than like, Snow White. <laughs> my God, the thing, the, the thing so much about, hate for Snow White. It's just her singing voice and her speaking voice. I can't get over her voice. That's it. It's so high. It's Otherwise, like she's, on, I'm, she's I'm inhaling okay helium. Dude, like she's inhaling like, helium the whole wishing. time. Good God. Stop wishing. But <laughs> I'm wishing. <laughs> and like, if I was the prince and I heard that voice from over the wall, I would keep riding my horse. I would just keep going. I would not stop to see what's making that horrible noise. Oh hey, it's God. a product. Let's just say it's a product of its time, but it just did not age well. Probably. <laughs> That's true. It was a it, hit for its time. Yeah. During it its was time. A, yes, but it was a now hit. modern audiences are like, shut the fuck up, girl. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to limit myself since we're talking about Disney animated output. The collection of shorts that were made back in the day during like the, the, the 60s, the 70s, you know, the, 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 those short Chippendale, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse cartoons. Like, the ones you see... I think it's more like the 50s and the 40s, man. 50s and 40s. Yeah, including Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Those, were, those were fun to watch Steamboat for me. Steamboat like, Willie! Yeah. Which was, I think, the first animated uh, short done ever by Disney. With sound. With sound. sound. No, sound, it wasn't sound. their first. It was the first with sound. Yeah. Yes. It was like Mickey's third and it was their first with sound. Yep. Amazing whistling, how you know this. I'm I, sorry. I just... I, I love so Disney much. Stuff. We studied that <laughs> so for film history trivia. before. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I just forgot. Well, like, that's which, why it which, broke my heart when, like, they they when they did run out of gas in the late nineties, early two thousands, and they just had to like stop. No, no matter what generation you talk to, I'm willing to bet they'll say that Disney has been a big part of their for sure, of for them sure. growing up because yeah, they've been there exactly. since the forties. You know? Yeah, absolutely, and. I'm glad that they found their groove again, even if they had to like turn to 3D movies. You know, I was heartbroken mm-hmm. by the fact that when Enchanted came out, the animated sequences weren't even done by Walt Disney Studios because they didn't even have a feature animation division anymore. Oh, that's sad. That's really right. Sad. They had to outsource it until mm-hmm. they started doing 3D stuff with Bolt and Chicken Little, which were not that great. Yeah. But then when when they bought Pixar. The uh, Pixar's president, John Lasseter. Wait, what was the movie you mentioned be- before Chicken Little? Bold? Bolt. The one Bolt. with John Travolta as, as a dog, a superhero dog. Wasn't the Bolt? one did the doggy. I actually liked it, but it wasn't yeah, great. I mean, it, was, it was okay. It wasn't it great. Was okay. It was okay. Chicken Little yeah. was meh. I didn't like Chicken Little. The, so the thing is, like, when John Lasseter of Pixar, for the longest time, you know, they weren't selling their studio to Disney. Disney only distributed their movies. But after like the second Toy Story or right before the third one came out, their contract with Disney distributing their movies was about to run out. So they were being eyed by every studio in Hollywood. They wanted to buy Pixar. They wanted all new Pixar movies to be affiliated with them. And then Disney made Pixar an offer they couldn't refuse by making John Lasseter and his right-hand man basically the heads of Disney and Pixar feature animation, respectively. So John Lasseter, the guy who directed Toy Story, Toy Story 2, he he became in charge of Walt Disney feature animation. And the first thing he said was, stop with the god-awful direct-to-video sequels. 
and he made them call. rethink. That was a good. He call. made them rethink what kind of stories they wanted to tell, regardless of whether or not the output would be in two D or three D and whatever. And I think the results speak for themselves. Stuff like Tangled and Moana and Frozen, or even Wreck It Ralph. I mean, they brave. have a heart that was missing for I years. That's brave. Yeah, that's no, true. but that's Pixar. That's Pixar side. I'm talking about the Disney side. What's Pixar? Oh, Disney brave make two D movies anymore. Yeah, brave that's Pixar, Pixar, right? But it's hard to tell now, I think. And in fact, a yeah. lot of sometimes, like the Disney side is actually more successful in doing that kind of thing now than the Pixar side. I'm looking at you, Cars too, but you know, <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. Uh, but at the end of the day, like I said, I don't care if it's 2D or if it's Say 3D, what you will I mean, about the Cars franchise. The story the is what sells. <laughs> I like one and three. Two is one like and three. Uh, three was amazing. One and three. I See? love that it was about getting old yep. and accepting it. Yep. And I transitioning. haven't accepted it yet, but I like the idea. I didn't say I you were old. Like that, <laughs> I just didn't like that they made planes. But. Planes was… Yeah. Planes was, is along yeah, the lines of Cars That was, that was like, the closest was, that they've ever gotten to a direct-to-video sequel and I hate them so much. It's like… Did we need they this? They didn't just make planes. They made planes too. Fire rescue or something. I don't know. I know. So it bad. Sucks. It was so bad. Well, I guess they did it for the merch, the toys. Well, that's Definitely true. Definitely the toys. The toys. That's I like, true. I like collecting the parse diecast toys. <laughs> but say what you will about the Pixar sequels. Once upon a time, they stood up to the House of Mouse back when Disney didn't own them. And they said, hell no, we're not going to make a quick, cheapy Toy Story 2. We're going to do it our way. We're going to do it properly. Or we're not going to do it at all. And they yeah. made an amazing sequel. Yeah. I like how which they alluded good. to bigger franchises at that time. Like Star Wars. <laughs> it's just and that Buzz. right now, Pixar, I don't think, has much say in the matter anymore on what sequels get made. Because let's face it, their they're, they're, they're biggest cheerleader over the Disney side, John Lasseter, he, he's gone. He's gone because of his inappropriate touching of, yeah. of, of people over the years. And on the Pixar side, a lot of the original brain trust is now doing other things. Like, like they're doing Mission Impossible. They're doing Tomorrowland. They're doing live action movies. So mm-hmm. Pixar isn't what it used to be. But I'm hoping that they get their groove back with um, this new movie, that, that, that Jamie Foxx movie, Soul. Because Inside Out was Ooh. pretty good. Inside Soul, Out was pretty good. Yes. I like that. I'm so excited. Inside Out I was I have high so hopes deep. for Soul. Right? I mean, Finding I was, Dory was just okay. It was okay. It was fu- I missed but the turtles. <laughs> the, the only reason that… I mean, the, the, the reason I bring up Pixar… The, the reason I'm talking about Pixar, sorry, I know it's a Disney episode, is because for a lot of the time when Disney was still was lost after the, their heyday in the late 80s to the early 2000s, Pixar was there to make the kinds of movies that Disney used to make. And I, yeah, I miss that. They yeah. had heart. They had… Like they really knew how to like form a good story. Yeah, And really target their heartstrings. I don't, I don't need any more… Live action remakes, please. Can we just like go back to watching the what? What was? Can we go back to watching the animated ones? Yeah, yeah. I I guess we could. Yeah, we absolutely. Still, I mean, te- technically, I've the not Pixar, remakes, not sequels. Te- technically, talking about Pixar is still talking about Disney since you know they're one in the same now. Um, I mean, I they are now. Yeah, Pixar has been doing what Disney's been doing for years, even down to the shorts. They've been releasing shorts. You know, as an yeah, I love the Pixar shorts, and a lot of them were good. Even that lava movie, that romantic lava movie that they did, which was super cute. I think that came before Up. Did that come before mm-hmm. Up? That was I cute. Thought, no, I think no. I think, was after. I think the it one was before wasn't it Up. Before, no, Up came first. Up came before Lava. Hmm. No, 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 no. I mean, like the short before <laughs> Up. I think the short before Up was the one with the storks in the clouds. Ah, yeah, that was cute too. Not was to mention, it, was that was cute was, too. Wasn't Lava before Moana? No. I think you're right. Was it? I think you're right. I don't remember. But you know, we, we can do a whole episode on Pixar another day. I mean, at That's the end true. of the day, I mean, right right here, right now, uh, I think at least at the very least, we can all agree that Disney movies have a place in our heart. No matter how old we get or how angry we get or how horrible <laughs> the world outside gets. 
<laughs> and other than Snow White's singing voice and speaking voice and overall voice, you know, um, you cannot go wrong with a good Disney animated movie. Probably the only movie I'd want a remake of is Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> I say just dub her. Just dub her. Keep the queen and the dwarfs exactly the same. Dub Snow White. With somebody who does not sound like Betty Boop. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that, that I agree with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess it's safe to say that I guess if we were to call any golden era of Disney animated movies, it would probably be 80s to 90s maybe or, or what most of us grew up with. Although we also would like to I think, but we also can acknowledge how good the earlier works were. Besides Snow White. <laughs> I would say… I would, so, I basta, would, basta 2D animated Disney, I guess it's… You can't go wrong with it. I, I would say na parang Golden Age would probably be the Disney princess era up until Sleeping Beauty. Pero no matter which generation or which era of Disney, be it the dark Xerox copy age of Disney, I would say… Uh, going back to what Misha would say… Everybody will find a place for Disney in their hearts. Regardless of what's your favorite or what you hated, you will still find a place for it in your heart and you will still watch it. Yes. Absolutely. Disney is a different culture all in itself. So there. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. This episode did make me feel a lot lighter. Anjo, Anjo, Anjo. Right. Anjo. I'm wishing. (laughs) Fuck, Misha. We could have ended it there. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And that's been another episode of Subo Tours. (laughs) Wishing for the one I love. Let us know know what your favorite Disney movies are that are not Snow White. And um, (laughs) we'll see what happens. In the meantime, I'm Misha. I'm MJ. And I'm Anjo. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. So long. Farewell. That's not a Disney song. Well, okay, fine. No, I just wanted to say it like that. Okay, what's uh, well, a good goodbye Fox, song in Disney? So maybe it is a Disney song now. Does that count as a Disney song now? The no, circle say- of love. <laughs> 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 and it moves a song. How about can you feel the love today in the daytime? No. <laughs> Gabina. <laughs> Fuck! I forgot to say Hercules. Ganda kasi oh man, Hercules. I forgot Hercules. Oh, uh, I, I, I love I also, the songs. Her, yung ano, yung I won't say I'm in love is my favorite Disney song. But yeah, Hercules kasi ang ganda ng songs. I love Hercules. Oh my God, medyo may pagka soul yung songs. Man, that was fun to watch. I and yeah. can, can we just can we also acknowledge how when this sequence where Hercules was posing and he was all famous and stuff, he was being painted at at a sort niya si Scar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> tama, tama. That's right. I don't know. That that sexy na Megara. I I was I was fucked up as a kid. I was like. Holy shit, isn't that Scar? Did Hercules kill Scar? <laughs> I know when I saw it. Is that Scar? That totally did. That's one of his trials. He killed that, that lion. My God, that fucked me up as a kid. But yeah, para oh for, my God. Ang ganda <laughs> talaga. I remember the, the McDonald's. I love Hercules. Hercules yes. was fun. And had yes. I still have songs. Hercules and Zeus here And they had Danny DeVito. They had yes. Danny DeVito too. That's the boy na boy si Phil. Yeah. Yes. Danny DeVito, I, I love your Hercules. Work. Hercules is awesome. I love Hercules. I really I hope if and too. when they remake it, they still have like that whole gospel choir as the music. Yes. 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 I think that's that was totally so what brilliant. Sold me on it. That yes. was a brilliant direction to go to, as in like with the music, and they made the muses like the Chowariwap solo. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was awesome. beautiful. That they was were amazing. Like, they were Siguro so one of the best fun. parts of that movie. Mm, definitely. Yes. Because otherwise, it would have just been a straight up fairy tale again. Yep. But I do love Sassy Hades though. I really love yes. Sassy Hades. I do Hades. love Sassy Hades. James Woods. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's like he's been called out via the Me Too movement I think for sexual harassment. Really? 
I didn't know that. I think that, I'm not sure. I may be I may be mistaken. Very sad about it because you know James Wood. Was, but James the kids Wood on Family one. Guy go to the James Woods High School. I don't know. But anyway, let's stop talking about this. But Hercules was a great movie. <laughs> Hercules was fun. It was fun. I think that if Hercules didn't get made, you would not have Lilo and Stitch and the Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Emperor's New Groove! <laughs> Sobrang underrated. My God, we need to, we need to do a part two. I swear. I don't mind. Just, we can talk this about… Really, there's really yeah. so much. Or yeah. then, I don't mind doing another episode. We can talk about scary stuff, favorite villains, favorite music, I like uh, underrated <laughs> ones, which ones you hate. So like, How much I want to slap Ariel in the fucking face. Yeah, we can do <laughs> a part do that. two. Okay, I don't mind. Let's do a part two. Yeah, we can do a part two. I don't mind. It's okay. Next week. Tours is a movie review podcast by a DJ, writer, and a filmmaker. Tours is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios.